Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Welcome to the sloppy, toppy, chicken bowl studios. It's your boy, Steve-O. You can find me on Twitter at Drunk Shy Sox Fan. And joining me, as always, my very hated co-host. Go ahead and introduce yourself. Hated by who? Hated by you. BTR. Yo, and nah, who gives a fuck about that? Me, but... me, me on Christian holidays. <laughs> What's going on? It's your boy, uh, Carrie. You can find me on Twitter at that base by fan, base by fan, and with two uh, eyes, Thanks we got a lot. special chicken bowl audition of uh, you know, um, believe in the south side today. It's uh, Easter, and uh, I was celebrating Passover, so uh, you know, something either one of our dinners, something was rising. So, you know what? That's how what we can be in common, Steve. All right, that's beautiful, that's beautiful, that's poetic right there. Speaking of waxing poetic, uh, let's talk some White Sox baseball. <laughs> they have not been waxing poetic at all. Um, let's, um, yes, he was late because he was reading the Torah. Actually, I think it was because he was, was. doing it, he was doing his uh, fifth carpet rollout of the day. Yeah, it was my second oh. bar mitzvah. Oh, like MJF. I love that. That's beautiful. Yeah. That that's amazing. Gary, what what's it going to take for the White Sox to muster up some magic here at four and six? Mm-hmm. Let's uh, let's give a, a first off your just general breakdown of what you've seen so far. Yeah, four and six, but like, I gotta be honest. Like, yeah, a couple games ago was pretty bad. Um, you know, some pretty piss poor pitching performances by you know Kopech and then Lynn and then it was Giolito, right? But Besides that, they really haven't played bad baseball. Like, they really haven't. Uh, today was, you know, couldn't score a run, but the past couple of games you're scoring, you know, nine plus, ten plus runs. So, uh, you know, it was nice to see the pitching, you know, kind of improve today with Kopech and, and Diekman and, and some of these relievers. But I don't know. I, I feel like four and six isn't really what their record's showing that they've done. I think they're a little bit better than that. To be honest, you think they're five, do you think they're a 500 ball club again? It's like six and four, man. Like, that's what I honestly think. But so some bad luck's happen. But, you know, I I think I read like Mailman Jack's uh, tweet. He just said, like, he thinks they're going to be in first ba- first place by Memorial Day. So I, I, I tend to agree with that. that. I can see that. You know, one thing to think about right now is that, you know, we look at the standings of the AL Central right now. Who's in first place? I don't even fucking know who is in first place. The twins. The Minnesota fucking twins are in first place in the AL Central, right? And that's exactly how I feel about it. Um, is this team going to keep flirting with 500, Carrie? Do you think yes, no? Is this going to be just like last year? I, is it I too fucking, soon to tell? Or I, I hope not. I think it's too soon to tell, but um, I... <laughs> I do. I, I think it could happen, Sal. I I, I do. Oh, so I our think, guy Sal in the comments said, "Do you see a ten-game winning streak happening?" Yeah, and I and I, I do think that could happen because of just the way the the pitchings, not not the pitching, the hitting, how it's like really like 
they're like number one or third, like first, second, or third in like every stat this year. I was talking to Alex, our boy Alex Root about it, but like the hitting's there. The pitching, and I know Senor, you know, asked if we still feel great about the starting pitching. Yes, I do. Nothing's changed from that opinion. I mean, look what they did against the Astros, and then you know what Kopech did today. I'm not worried at all. I mean, they're not going to be letting up seven plus runs like they did those three games, which is probably what he's referencing. So to my point is I think they could, you know, go on like a 10 game winning streak because if the hitting's doing well and the pitching levels off, you're looking at a good baseball team. Absolutely. I mean, look at what the offense has done so far. And when you have an offense that's putting up outside of today, outside of getting blanked by the Pittsburgh bucking pirates in a series uh, finale, Outside of that, you look at what this offense has been able to do, and it's pretty promising, okay? Mm-hmm. Especially when you think about how this offense, one of the pieces that they've built themselves around is Eloy fucking Jimenez, and he yeah. can't stay healthy, and he can't stay on the field. And instead, you're plugging in now Oscar Colas, who is, in my opinion now, solidified himself as an everyday starter. Mm-hmm. There should be zero question about Oscar Colas being an everyday starter because he's had the exposure in, in major league levels in, in other countries. Mm-hmm. He raked in double A AA and triple A last year and he's coming back and or he's coming into the major league setting and major league baseball and he's doing it. Yeah. He's hitting above league average. He's doing a fantastic job. And I guess you could say maybe promising like 2022. Let's let's go there. Okay. This is where how many games into the season, Carrie? It's been like eight fucking games. Ten fucking games. Ten, yeah. whatever. How many? Yeah. We are we are basically one sixteenth into the season. Okay. A little under one sixteenth. How many games before last season or the year before were played in the NFL season? How many games? How many games did a team play? Sixteen games. Yeah. yeah. Okay. This is like judging an NFL team based off of one game. Yeah, yeah. You're right. Yeah. It's like, like, the, it's like judging the Bears after they beat the Niners and you're like, this team's going to be good. And they Exactly. That's a f- fucking amazing comparison right there, right? We're yeah. like, oh, crap. Like, this and, could be different, yeah. Right, right. And you can say, I mean, if you want to chalk it up to the White Sox being unlucky in some of these things, I don't know if I can necessarily chalk it up to that. Um, let's dive into that in a second. First, I, I want you to talk about what, what's giving you hope and what's giving you optimism? Cause I think you're more on the optimism side. Cause you're saying, yeah, this is a team that mm-hmm. should still finish above 500. Yeah. I'm going to just share kind of what mailman Jack said. This is our second uh, mailman Jack. Second time I've mentioned his name now, uh, I Jack, I was saying how I saw your, you know, tweet about how they're going to be in first place by Memorial day. And you know, what's going into that is the hitting. I mean, I looked at their OBPs. Look at last year compared to this year with the hitting. At this time of the year, Huge completely fucking different, different approach. I mean, like Luis Robertson, the tear off the ball. I mean, they don't even have Eloy, but you look at their OBPs, only one guy, one guy's like looks at like Elvis Andrews looks he looks fucking horrible, but yeah. like everybody else is Yoan and Vaughn and and you know, Tim Anderson's even walking, and you know, that's why I think there's optimism here is last year the pitching was the strong point and so far the hitting is kind of the strong point and, and the hitting just never came last year so th- that's why i think when the pitching levels off because it it will it will it's not going to be this bad all year and if it is 
I'll eat my words, but there's no fucking right. way it could be this bad. Seven runs a game. Sorry. That's why I'm optimistic. So Yeah, absolutely. I absolutely believe you that the pitching cannot get much worse, Mm-mm. especially from the bullpen. I mean, look at those ERAs across across the board throughout the entire bullpen. Everybody's been fucking lit up, mm-hmm. okay? And you think about even a guy like Lucas Giolito, right? There's no way that he has the outing he did at Pittsburgh every single time around, mm-hmm. um, at least in my opinion. Um, he got lucky in Houston. He didn't He didn't get lucky in Pittsburgh, and I, I'm hoping that there's something that clicks with him. I think just getting into that midseason form for him. For me, for the positive, uh, let's start with today. Michael Kopech, okay? Home, home opener looked fucking awful, right? And a lot of people are saying, you know, with the way he got lit up that one inning, he may have been tipping pitches. That might have been the case. On top of that, one thing that we talk about with Kopech is the velocity. The velocity was up a little bit more today. A couple miles an hour on the fastball. Okay, that couple miles an hour also adds to, you know, you get more spin rate on on that ball. You're going to become a lot more difficult to hit. Yes, there were some deep flies that he gave up that I Mm -hmm. don't necessarily like, but that's the name of the game. If you can get guys to fly out, it's better to fly out than to line out. Mm -hmm. You want to give up more fly balls and ground balls than you do line line drives. Okay, and that's what Michael Kopech did today. He got the he got the fly ball. More positives. Dylan Cease. I know it wasn't the best outing against San Francisco, Still. but cons- all things considered, especially with the illness that we were chalking things up to, and I know he had the control issues. I mean, we don't expect Dylan Cease to go out there and <laughs> only give up two walks a game, okay? Control mm-hmm. has always been a thing for him, right? Um, yeah, um, that's hilarious, Jim. Sean, that's Sean Patrick needs to be <laughs> Yes, absolutely. Uh, after the lawsuit, as, as Sal says, <laughs> his, his lawyers are coming after everybody. Um, I said his. Um, Mike Clevenger. Let's talk about Mike Clevenger. And, and you know what? This is all right now. I'm just talking about the starting rotation. I have just been talking about the starting rotation, which is something that Senor said right here. Do you guys feel good? Great about the starting pitching guys. I don't necessarily feel great right now, but I don't I'm not going to write everybody off. Yeah. Clevenger looked decent against Houston, pretty good against Houston. And then he, I know he gave up four earned over five and a third against Pittsburgh, but this is a Pittsburgh lineup that was red hot the first two games mm-hmm. in the series. And if he's going to hold them to five, if he's going to hold a red hot offense to five and a third or four, four runs over five and a third, I'll take it. Um, I already highlighted Colas. Luis looks like an all-star. Yoan had a bad game today, but he still looks really good. Not to mention the bench guys. Kevin Sheets. Sheets has been decent. Jake Berger. Sebi yeah. Zavala even stepping Hanser in. Hanser Obalder. Uh, Hanser uh, Alberto hasn't yeah, been he's... fantastic, but nobody expected him to be no. even be able to hit his weight. And he's yeah. doing that. Can I mention something about Oscar Colas real quick that, yes. that I love? Because I know you like you know you were talking about him. One thing that I'm really liking from him is he's hitting the ball the other way. He's not showing that he's just a pull guy, which is kind of what you know, was a knack on him, you know, and then in the minors is like, can he, can he hit it the other way and adjust? Right. It looks like he's just, he's going to be just fine. This guy. So very happy about that. And he looks good in the field too. He played, he man center field just fine. So no, a thousand percent, a thousand percent. I love what Oscar Colas is bringing to this team. Mm-hmm. Now let's talk about what's grinding your gears, Gary. 
What are you worried about? What's got you on the edge of your seat wondering, okay, this could be the make or break for this team making the postseason? Or being above a 500 ball club. I've been tweeting about him. I'm 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 fucking sick and tired of Eloy Jimenez. I know you are. I I I am out. I'm out. Done. Out on him. I there's only so much like you can just be like, yeah, you know, like it was a freak freak accident. This, this, that. It's just an every year thing. It, it's just this guy's never gonna be healthy. This guy looks at um looks at a base and he gets hurt. You know, like I was just like trying to find the plays where like he did hurt himself. And like, I watched back then when they said it was him from running first to third, it didn't even seem like anything happened. And then he's out for two to three weeks. Like, so this guy is so important to the, the lineup because he's your power hitter, right? I mean, he was one of the best hitters in baseball last year when healthy, the point is he's never fucking healthy. So like, I'm just sick. And I, I don't know. I'm out. So there you go. Our guy Sal in the comments saying 4923. Carry is officially out on Aloy Jimenez. I I the best avail the best stat like the best attribute is availability, and he's just never there. He's never there. I don't yeah. get it. I just don't get it. Yeah, I I just don't get it. You know, like fuck. It's so frustrating. I don't know if I'm necessarily ready to say I'm out. On Aloy Jimenez. I will say this. This team can no longer depend on Aloy Jimenez to provide consistent numbers for them. But it's tough with that how much he makes, too. You gotta put Absolutely. That and that's a Rick Hahn failure right Ugh. there. To offer money to a guy who had shown already that he had injury issues or mobility issues, and then you offered him an enormous contract. After, did they offer it to him before his first season? No, it was before his first season, yeah. It was before his first season. So they didn't really know about the injuries yet. They didn't, but like even watching, I got to watch him play in uh, Charlotte. The mobility in the outfield, it's like this guy is, if he's going to play outfield, there's going to be some concerns. I remember my dad turning to me and he's going, this guy's going to play outfield? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, look, now he's a DH and he still gets hurt as a DH. (laughs) Right. Oh, my God. Yeah. So I'm not necessarily willing to say I'm out on him. But (laughs) if I'm going to say that, yeah, what happens first? Aloy plays 125 games or the rapture. I love this, Sal. Uh, um, That's a great question. Maybe the rapture. I'd probably Probably take the the rapture. rapture, I'd probably take the rapture at this point. Um, Jesus will rise again before that happens. It's very... Very possible. Um, I'm not out, but the team's also going to need that offensive production non, than ac- from across the board, yeah. particularly from a veteran. And I'll get to that in my next question, which is who's going to step up. But I, I do want to talk to you about what's been bothering <clears throat> me. And first, it's the bullpen. Holy oh. hell, this bullpen is atrocious. In high leverage situations, in low leverage situations. Um, before I hop oh. into that, who has a bigger cock, Jesus me or Carrie? Carrie? It's definitely Carrie. Not me. Oh, most, okay. most definitely. It's most definitely Carrie. Um, but you do need to stay out of Christian business, like Senor said. Um, stay out of Puerto Rican's business, Senor. 
<laughs> um, now the, the bullpen is a Rick Hahn failure. Again, you know how volatile bullpens are. There are very few bullpens in the history of Major League Baseball that have stood the test of time. It's fantastic. Um, that, that stand from April to October. Think about the 2005 White Sox. We already talked about this, right? Mm, yeah. Three different closers. Shingo Takatsu, Dustin Hermanson, Bobby Jones. Big Bobby, yeah. Okay. You don't, unless you've got a generational talent. So Liam Hendricks for the White Sox, for example, mm-hmm. right? You don't give that kind of money or anything remotely close to that money to a Joe Kelly or a Kendall Graveman. Yeah. It's a waste of resources, especially bring when up guys like limited. Jimmy Lambert, who have shown to be decent and Garrett Crochet. You like and I will you bring up and I I will give him credit. I will give Han credit and probably feeding him was Pedro Grafal in his ear. They said Ruiz ain't it. They cut Jose Ruiz, right? You cut your losses. That's not a big loss, but you cut your losses. Okay. They might have to do that later on in the year too. And I really hope it doesn't come down to bringing Alex Colome back up because I won't, we won't hear the end of it from Ken W.O. Ugh. Yeah, that is something that King Mac would say, by the way, too, about Liam. But I, I digress. Um, location across the board for pitchers is terrible. If you Did you watch any of the Lance Lynn start against San Fran, Kerry? Yeah. Dude's thrown way more balls than he ever has before. It's kind of scary. <laughs> so you got the <laughs> balls. And, pitcher. and then on top of that, this is a guy that's throwing 90, 91 mile an hour cutters right down the middle of the plate. And when you don't have the velocity to beat guys, you can't throw that pitch. Yeah. Guys who are pumping triple digits can hardly get away with that anymore. When you're Lance Lynn, you're throwing 91-mile-an-hour meatballs that are cutting right over the middle of the plate. You're going to get smacked. And that's been a problem with with the White Sox getting plagued with the long ball. Even look at Giolito's start in Pittsburgh. He got tatted up because of where those pitches were. So I don't know if that's an Ethan Katz problem. I don't know if that's a we got to reconvene as a staff and figure out what the hell is going on. But it's a it's a systemic problem for the White Sox with pitching. Yeah, um, it's bad. Yeah, it's bad. I don't know what's like. That's why I keep on going to like. I think it's just going to get better. I, 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 you know, like I, I think this is. It might be its lowest point, and I really hope that's the case because it's bad right now. But yeah, like you come in with like a two run lead, and you're like, okay, let's see who fucks this up, you know? So. Yeah. Yeah. And remember when Lucas Giolito wanted a, a huge contract from the White Sox? Yeah, That's hilarious to kind bring of avoid, up. avoided something. You know, you might have avoided something there because I gotta tell you, he looks like a two like a two pitch you know pitcher right now, and you, you can't be a starter with two pitches. And it, you know, everybody says it's the every other year thing for Giolito, but like. What else are we going to say about this man now? He's lost weight. He's changed his pitching mechanics. We've got his pitching coach. Like, how many more fucking excuses do we have to make? Exactly. Pitch the ball. You know. Yeah. He might be a change of scenery guy. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? He might need that California sun. But yeah, is it time to talk about Ethan Katz? I mean, just like we were talking about Frank Manichino last year. Is it time to talk about Ethan Katz yet? Um, no. I think look what he did with Dylan Cease. You know, I mean, like, 
you know, he's, I, I think he's fine. I don't think, like I said, I think it's just really amplified right now because of how bad they've pitched in the first week, you know, 10 games. So hopefully it levels out because if it doesn't, there's a problem, but that's just kind of what I'm going to. So no, hundred percent. I mean, it's too early to pull the plug really on anybody. <laughs> I think it's even too early to pull the plug on on Jose Ruiz, right? Yeah, I know that comment is is fantastic. Um, <laughs> I had to. Uh, it was mentioned earlier. Do you miss Larry Garcia at all yet, Kerry? Oh my God! No. Enough, no, <laughs> enough, enough of that bullshit. So Let's pass it, that one over. Uh, <laughs> with that being said, Kerry, who's got to step it up for this ball club? Then <clears throat> I think. Um, Elvis Andrews, for one. I mean, yeah. today was horrible. You know, striking out while getting hit and, you know, costing Kopech a, you know, I mean, almost cost him a run, right? Um, not hitting, you know, just a bunch of dumb shit. Like, there was a double play where he – it was a horrible play. You know, like, he should have just thrown it right to – I mean, he- Anderson's looks, chest, yeah. and he looks like he's pressing a lot. He's you know? pressing big time. He's yeah. definitely pressing big so time. Him, but just go along with what you're saying. I think, you know, Giolito, Lance, Lynn, let's go, man. You you guys need to fucking get your your shit figured out. And yes, Sal, they do. They need Alex Bregman, and they need Jock Peterson, and they need <laughs> Dean Kramer, and they need, you know, Rowdy Tales. He is a Jew. Look it up. Like, they need these guys. So. I mean, yeah, a hundred percent. Um, yes, I, we shouldn't be. That's the thing too. Any White Sox fan that thought that Elvis Andres was going to <laughs> replicate his one ninety five weighted runs created plus from last year, yeah, I don't well, know John's if that's an never, actual real number, he, but the, he not um, count. He's he hates everything about the White Sox, so you know. You you mean Sammy Davis Jr. Right? Yeah, yeah. Sorry, that's what I meant. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody knows who he is. No um, idea. First face reveal. I, he's he just did his first face reveal at the 108 um, thing they had in January. So that's right. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Who 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 is that guy? Sammy Davis. Um, he's from some from Arizona. He's guy. from Arizona too. That's right. Um, yeah. I, I Elvis Andrews isn't going to be a world beater. We just need him to be decent. To be Hans or Alberto level. Right now, I'd rather see Hans or Alberto starting at second base and all of a sudden. Well, and that's the funny thing is people are like, well, Romy. I'm like, Romy's not doing Romy's any better. Romy's fucking atrocious. He's been horrible, He too, doesn't look so. ready yet at yeah, all. Looks, and I think that's... Bad. Oh, yeah. And I think that's that's part of my who needs to step it up is Pedro Grafal. I, I, I got to be honest with you. Decisions to go to certain guys in the bullpen have been questionable. I mean, this but is like, the same thing that we said with Ricky Nobody's been good, Rundia. though, Steve. Yeah, nobody's been good. So who does he go right. to? I, is it matchups? I mean, right now I'm starting to think it might be matchups. I mean, who goes to Jake Diekman to face Jordan Alvarez? I know you want that your lefty bad. lefty, but Jordan rakes bad. against lefties too. But who else does he have? I mean, yeah, you could probably put him bummer, probably. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, he won- that. Yeah, and he went to Diekman in a, in a close game uh, in the first game against Pittsburgh, right? Yeah, I mean, he went against game? him today when it was one zero, and I mean, he did well today, but yeah, right. Exactly. Maybe it's just a full team. I mean, like. I hate to say guys like Luis Robert or Mancada, you know, or Tim Anderson need to, you know, do better. And Vaughn, like maybe Vaughn a little bit, but like those three oh. guys, especially have fucking done very well. Yeah. And I think to, to bring up your, your Vaughn point, I think it goes back to what Jack said earlier in the comments about it's got to be power for Vaughn. 
right? This is a guy who we said he might lead the team in home runs. Yeah. He might have 30 plus bombs this year. I think right he's now, so he hasn't had a single home run. Yeah. And we're now three series into the season. I mean, we're, what did we say? Right. We're 10 games in. We're about one 16th of the, or pardon me. Not, that's, that's terrible math. Not one 16th. Right. Um, so, but I mean, Ben Detenny doesn't, Vaughn doesn't, Anderson and, doesn't, Andrews doesn't. Right. And that oh. was my, and the first guy you mentioned there was my other guy who needs to step it up. Benny. Um, Andrew Benintendi is, is our, according to Scott Merkin, our whale in free agency. <laughs> it still cracks me up. Yeah, me too. So, right. Um, so Benintendi is, is the veteran who's barely hitting his weight currently. And what? that has been. I mean, he's, he's batting 263, 260. yeah. 317 OBP. That's fine. But if, if that's like him bad that, right now, then you'll take that. You yeah, know? if it's him bad, right? Yeah. And this is why it's my, I'm not saying, wow, he's terrible. I'm saying yeah. he's got to step it up. Step up, right? yeah, yeah. 100%. I mean, he's he's got to be a, in my opinion, a, a league average hitter for this team, at least. He's got to at least be a league average hitter. He's yeah. got to be weighted or yeah, weighted runs created plus of a hundred at least, uh, OPS plus of a hundred at least. Um, this team's going to need it, especially if Aloy is out of the lineup. Um, hopefully, this is just a minor setback for him. I really, really am hoping. But once again, not holding my breath by any means because I will, I will die without air. Um, and yeah, I brought up the the AV breakout. That's huge. Um, that was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I, I don't know. I don't know what with AV. It seems like it's a problem. Like, you know, he didn't really hit for power last year or his first year. So I'm I'm just you can't have a first baseman that doesn't have a power. You know, you can't have like an Eric Cosmer. Mm-hmm. Those guys are just obsolete now. So Yeah, hundred percent. Or you're going to supplement those guys with <laughs> Yes, I know. Is this about the, the chimichurri? Yeah. yeah. Are you you want, on a lighter note and on a non-White Sox baseball note, on a park note? First off, yeah. when when is your when is going to be your first game at the ballpark? I hope fucking never. <laughs> That's what I hope. I I don't want to fucking go. I fuck Jerry and and Rick, but I'm, I'll be there. I think I'm going to be there on the 15th. So. Yeah, that's fair. I yeah. might be there on the 15th. I got a very, very long day on the 15th. I have to wake up at 5. I have to get my wife to the airport at 5 a.m. 5 a.m. Well, it's funny you say that. Tuesday, I'm taking the fiance. She's gone the whole month for work and her bachelorette party. So I Damn. have a house to myself. And then, obviously, I'm going to Vegas in two weeks for the bachelor party. So Right. But, right. Jack, this is not my room. This is her office. So she is a minimalist. So, yes. It's fair. That's fair. I um <laughs> I look forward to the uh the the smackdown that might be happening on April fifteenth at the ballpark. So maybe I need to make my. I'll way be there cheering well. Shane on, which is very a rare very rare occurrence. But that's that's gonna I would be, be cheering him on in that in that for sure. That's gonna be fantastic. I, I will go on record to say Shane's really not that bad because of like he goes after like BGR and you know like scum like that like eh, not that bad you know no still no. when like you know. Be like John, um, so yeah. Uh, this is very funny right here, Senor. In the oh. comments, ragging you a little bit for uh, letting go of uh, your season tickets. Um, were you talking about the right Shane, by the way? Because 
we're talking about the one who's not white. Oh fuck no! I was talking about Shane. Uh, I thought it was Shane Reardon was gonna. Oh yeah, him. yeah, like, yeah. It's not that no, bad because okay. he goes after those guys all the time. But no, the other Shane one. Spags, yeah, no, I love that he goes after him. <laughs> yeah, no, it's fantastic. <laughs> that conversation was fucking hilarious. Yeah, so the beatdown's gonna happen at Cork apparently. So if you want to be <laughs> pre-game or post-game at Cork, uh, make sure you keep your eyes. And peeled. you know what? You can rag on me for getting rid of my season tickets. That's fine. But why would I want to keep? Them I bet you're happy about it, man. Yeah, are you kidding me? Exactly. I, I have you know got a wedding and all this other bullshit to worry 100%. about. I don't want to worry about fucking. hundred percent. I got eleven games this year that are on my docket, and uh, I'm, I'm not pressing to go to any more right now. Um, I'm why should really, you? Exactly. Right until, and I know this sounds like a shitty fan thing, but until, the ball club really gets me on the edge of my seat. Yeah. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna go to 41 games like I did in 2021. Same with last. That's, that's yeah, I, I went did. to 40 games last year, and that was a really bad team. Yeah. So like, that's why I'm just like, why am I gonna do that again this year? Especially with like 94 now, 9094 at traffic is just horrible because they shut those lanes. So Senor, get get to fucking fixing those fucking roads already. But like. Like, goddamn, you know, like it's going to be impossible to get down there, too. So <laughs> that's fucking amazing. Well, that's kind of our positive, negative. Who needs to step up? Carrie, we got three games against the Twins before we should get back on the airwaves again and do another episode. Um, yeah. I know we kind of missed out uh, in between the San Francisco series and the Pittsburgh series. Um, yeah, weird with it being like a four game right yeah kind of kind of screwed us up in the middle of the week there um yeah so three so, important games though yes so the uh my favorite skokie resident would you like to give us uh what your predictions are for the twin series and what you expect yeah they're gonna take they're gonna take tomorrow um you got cease pitching against maida i think that the Sox can you know <laughs> Sorry, that's good. Gary, you're losing I, 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 I fucking hate everybody. Um, <laughs> I think Cease is gonna, you know, Cease is dominant. I'm pretty sure he does pretty well against them. Um, I think we're gonna win game two, and yeah, I'm looking at a Giolito day start against Minnesota. So chalk it up as a fucking twelve to one loss. So I think they take two out of three. The first two they they win. Yeah, I like that prediction. I'm confident in game one for sure. Yeah. Obviously, I mean, you've got Sices on the mound, right? Game two, we'll see what happens. I think that's going to be, it's going to be interesting. Hopefully, you know, the, the day game tomorrow with a little bit of rest going into a night game doesn't necessarily kill momentum, but gives them the rest that they need, you know, after taking a, a trip from Pittsburgh to Minnesota. Mm-hmm. And then game three, yeah. Day start, Giolito. Um, we already saw Pedro Grafal kind of give us a, a Sunday special lineup, a day game lineup against uh, San Francisco in game three. Um, so I will, you know, I'll go with you, Carrie. I'll say two out of three. They win the first two. They lose the third. Um, I And I'd be content with that. I would be content with that because right now, Minnesota is going to be throwing out three starters. One of them has a sub two ERA and the other two have sub one ERAs. Um, I know they're not huge sample sizes, but they are decent sample sizes. I, I not not decent. They're small, but you, you, pitching that well. I mean, Minnesota right now is banking on their starting pitching. Yeah. Right now. I mean, they're they're banking on dudes who are who are pitching well. And I think as long as this White Sox offense comes to play, they'll win two out of three. 
Yeah, and I looked at Lynn last year. He sucked against the Twins, but two years ago, he shut them down completely. And mm -hmm. Plus, you know, I know Pablo Lopez is, you know, pitching well so far, but he's faced, like, the Royals and the Marlins, who don't have good offenses, right? And, he, and he's familiar with the, who the Marlins were because of playing there. I think he's never faced the White Sox before. They have a really good offense. I think they'll actually... I think they'll tee off on him. I, I really do. Yeah. I think that they'll have a good first two games, but like I said, it's just Giolito that scares the fuck out of me. So I don't know. Yeah. And Jack Bigel, New York Bigel and Bialis. Jeff Kiss. What what is a Bigel and Bialy? I don't even know what Bialy is. It's that's called a uh, a restaurant deli. That's what that's called. Oh, oh, yeah. it's, a, it's just a place it, where it, you get good bagels it, and Bialis. So. Is it what what is Bialy? A bialy? You don't know what that is? Uh, that's what I'm asking. What is a bialy? Oh, it's like a, it's like a, like a bread. It's like a, a bread with like um, onions and all this other crazy shit on it. So that sounds like a Jewish thing. Yeah, it is. Oh, it yeah. is. Okay. So there you go. There you go. Yeah. Um, so, Senor says if the Sox get a ten game win streak, he'll uh, grow out his hair. So, I uh, I look forward to uh, I look forward to it very much. Yeah. Um, so Gary, as the comments, as is rolling as always, um, do you have any, uh, other final thoughts as, as we wrap this episode up? Win a fucking series. Yeah. They need it. Like, come on guys. You've split and then you lost to teams. You should have beat. Maybe sweep a team, you know, maybe, maybe like come out yeah. there and want to fucking, you know, do well. And, and, Eloy, play some fucking baseball, dude. Okay. Your beef is with Eloy, and I. I, um, I I just I hate guys that have all the talent. I, I think I'm more mad about his Instagram post when he was like, "Oh, all the haters and blah blah." blah. It's like, no, dude, we just want you to fucking play. Okay. Yeah. Stop, yeah. stop with these stupid posts and play. God damn, so annoying. Yeah. So, well, maybe that's my final thought. according to some people, he's not taking his stretches seriously enough. So probably, probably, <laughs> guy's an idiot. So. I don't know. I don't know. We also had the same people. Well, it wasn't the same people, but we also had comments about Luis Robert not. Uh, be it was a surprise that Luis Robert was um, taking his pregame, his his uh, game prep seriously. So it's just because of the dominoes, isn't it? So yeah. Um, are we hiring a guy named Justin? Are we? Is there a guy named Justin coming on the podcast? Um, yes, he is. He was just at my Passover dinner with me because he's Jewish. So, Mazel Tov. Yes, Mazel Tov. Exactly. All right. On that note, thank you everybody for tuning in. For those of you in the live comments, you're the absolute best. Uh, we wish you all a very happy week uh, back from your Easter holiday if you celebrated it, or I mean Passover still wrapping up. Um, I think it's Ramadan. It is still going correct. On too? Correct. Ramadan still going on too. Happy Ramadan. Correct. Um, well, here's to a White Sox series winner. Hopefully, hope. fingers crossed. Peace. See, See you Wednesday. On Wednesday. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.